If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Lost and rewound. Lost and rewound. On Radio Free Brooklyn. You know how you do. We know how we do. It's good. It's a good Thursday, man. It's Thursday. I like to do on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. It's an early. It's no, no. Seriously, middle of the afternoon. Nice three p.m. Just we made just it rolling in. We made we, it again. We made it again. Welcome to Lost and Rewound. This is Radio Free Brooklyn every Thursday from three to four p.m. My name is Ilan Danziger, and I'm Will Hasty. I'm Rachel Teichman. We bring this to you every Thursday as a way to dig into our old sounds from the youth and learn a little bit about how we got from there to here. If you are curious about what the fuck that even means, I acknowledge that and I raise you a chance to listen to some episodes from the past. You are validated. You are, in fact, validated. (laughs) So again, going back to thoughts for your thoughts, Elon Danziger. RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash LAR is the page to go to, our profile page in where you can listen to any of all of our past episodes. We're also up on SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud.com slash Lost and Rebound, as well as Apple Podcasts. Not Apple, Apple. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. We have guests in the studio with us. I'm going to introduce them. Uh, Annie Nershall and the Union Street Band. They are a Brooklyn-based group who are making their return to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, they have a new single out. It's called Alejandra. They will be playing Arvin's Grocery on the 19th of this month. Their style has been described as punk adjacent. Um, in all honesty, though, I really don't have any idea what that means. Uh, what I can tell you is, is that uh, after doing some homework of my own, I must admit, uh, they truly have an amazing sound. And Annie's voice is one that simply must be heard. She is here with us today alongside pianist Russ Stone. Annie. Russ, welcome to Lost and Rebound. Ow, ow. Thank Thanks you. So much. Oh, sorry, Russ. Thank you for having us. We are huge fans. You are huge f- fans of the show. Of the show and of cringe in general. Of cringe? You, you for are, the show specifically, yes. You are cringe enthusiasts? Would you say we're cringe enthusiasts? I'd say cringe aficionados. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Then um, you certainly have come to the right place. Connoisseurs of cringe. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's actually a, a quite, that's got a nice catch to it. Connoisseurs of it's cringe could be its own show. Kings of comedy, <laughs> yeah. connoisseurs of cringe. Ooh. ooh, ooh, uh, ooh. Connoisseurs of cringe could be a band name, too. 
Yes. That's um, that's like that's like baby in a straitjacket good. Kings of convenience, <laughs> right? No, um that's that's uh interesting you say that. Uh was there something that like really like what that you heard from the past that really really inspired you to say, you know, this is that kind of cringe that really resonates with us? I have so much stuff on the internet that I have not revisited and to <laughs> To see how fearlessly and headfirst you are able to get people to dive into their, not stupidity, but past pretentiousness, what's past, the word past for Past development. Past developments was very, um, <laughs> it, it really like shook something in me where I was like, maybe my stuff isn't that bad because I think all, all the past work that you have is you are going to react to it the harshest. The stuff I heard wasn't, wasn't as bad as. I expected it to be, and I was like, maybe my stuff isn't. See, it's all, re- but no, <laughs> too. exactly, it's all relative. You know, like a lot of people beat themselves up when they become uh, masters of their own art. That you know, whatever they were making up until that point seems it, it, sort of in, not 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 novice, but just you know, not as developed and not as well thought out. But would you say that for both you guys, seeing your older stuff as you do have that sort of universal artist experience of like, oh God, I could have done that better, that better, that better, and your natural reaction is to immediately see the flaws oh 800 percent. russ is a classically trained musician and has been since he was like seven i on the other hand uh learned how to like get the karaoke version of amy winehouse's rehab on my garage band when i was <laughs> 14 nice. and I have a youtube account so we had very different experiences <laughs> but it's still the same thing like i've been writing music for i don't know 10 years or so and when i look back on stuff i did at the beginning of that 10-year period it's like, I would not do this like this now. Or like, yeah, you do see all those flaws and things where it's like, I've developed a lot since then. But to a normal human, they see your stuff and they're like, wow, that is like a prodigy human who is playing this beautiful, beautiful piano at 10 years old. And you look at me and you're like, oh no, where were her parents? Well, how, well, how did you guys meet? I no. actually didn't know I was in the band for the first like two or three weeks I was yes. in the band. <laughs> we, just the most dating. Just, just, to, just to give our, our listeners a full look, can we get an origin story of the Union Street Band? Okay, so... Um, October, right? October. Um, officially, we all, we all became a thing in October. Russ and I met... Um, of, a, of this year? Of... of of uh, 2019? Of 2020. I'm sorry. Yes, of 2020. Future. Yeah, we're actually You're Benjamin. We're Benjamin buttoning our way through it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a long story that I'll try to compress as much as possible and I'll talk very, very quickly. So, <laughs> Russ and I met at uh, the Branded Saloon in, what, like November 2018? Yeah. A hundred Somewhere years ago mm-hmm. with his bandmate, Dan Harpaz. Hi, Dan. In their band, Winter Camp, which was um, in, its, in its fetus form. Um, they were playing a song that they stole from the Beatles. It's <laughs> what song that makes that no mean? sense without any context. It's a great song. It just sounds like Defend yourself, Russ. <laughs> I, I got no defense. <laughs> it's called Alligator Tears. I blame Dan good. for that one. <laughs> anyway, uh, Russ is playing a melodica and I was like, who is this beautiful man playing a melodica? I must I must Hello? I must talk to him. A melodica is a blow piano. So I went up to him and I was like, how did you learn how to play the blow piano? And he Your he, exact words were how did you learn to blow the piano? Yes, and he blew me off. I didn't, <laughs> didn't talk to him for six months and I was doing my own thing and I had like I was a, a veteran of the Bushwick basement circuit which is something I have to stop saying because it's a it, it's an original line but I've said it so many times <laughs> that people are like oh that's just like a stamp you're a, a. veteran of the BBB a, <laughs> the BBC, BBC. Yeah. Bushwick yes. basement circuit 
Uh, of my inability to spell. Exactly. <laughs> English is hard. Letters are hard. Mm-hmm. So um, I was playing at a hostel in Queens and they were like, do you know any other bands? And I was like, I, I know those two quirky guys on the Branded Saloon. So I started put, to put together lineups um, and booking Winter Camp, which is Dan and Russ's band um, in my lineups. And uh, before that, I jumped a little bit. I was playing at the Din Factory as a solo act, and the guy was like, I can't book you again. You're too loud, and you don't play the guitar well enough, and you look insane uh, what? by yourself. What? That was a quote? It was so salty. Is that what he said? It was, it was a lot gentler than that. I'm hyping it up for the radio. <laughs> But okay. that was a sentiment. And that's when I started to uh, book my own shows. And I was like, I desperately need to connect with other people. And I just wanted to do it by myself. So I put an ad on Facebook. And our guitar player, Nate Aspinall, is just this brilliant, beautiful Jerry Garcia reincarnate. I saw him online. And I was like, do you want to be in my band? And he was like, mm, I, I don't really want to be in a band. And I was like, cool, you will be in my band. And then uh, he he's stuck it out he's so good and he's he's so fantastic and then uh kara is our bassist kara and i uh, she beat me in a graphic design competition two years ago and she's now one of my dearest friends um and then we've we've gone through drummers because it is hard to find drummers yeah in new york i hear this i hear this we had a drummer who was a saxophone player wait wait, wait i'm sorry what <laughs> he just played for a, one show <laughs> he played a show and afterwards he was like guys i gotta come clean i'm a saxophone player and we we're like we could tell no. <laughs> there are videos of the show online. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's fine. Everything's fine. When you guys began uh, playing long before this band was even a thing, like you know, as mentioned, Russ, you're a classically trained musician. Um, musical uh, beginnings for you, Annie. Uh, maybe when you were in school, was there some sort of like inkling of an idea that was coming to hatch? My mom found a bunch of home videos the other day, and I, I sent a clip of of me at like four years old at camp. <laughs> And um, we were singing the song Climb Every Mountain and uh, the video camera's on me and I'm four years old and you can just like see me like cooking and waiting for my turn. And um, when it gets to my line, I like throw myself out to the front of the stage and start screaming and throw my hands everywhere and like nearly knock over another child. I have to see your shows. It's it's basically the same thing. Nothing I have not changed. evolved or developed, <laughs> but it was so funny to see that. I was like, I was always such an attention whore and a narcissist. I love it, but um, I just I've just always like liked to to be. Um, the center of attention, which is like conflicting because I'm really an introverted person. But when there's a stage, I'm like, this is for me and only for me. <laughs> well, I remember re- listening to the interview that you did with Mad Attack for the Roden Hour, and you were mentioning about how you kind of just stopped giving a shit what people said. You just decided, you know, I'm going to make this art, but I'm not going to try to be impressing people anymore. Yeah, absolutely. When I was in sixth grade, we did Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Amazing. The, the best. We, we stan Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, and my voice is very low. And uh, none of the boys' voices had gone through puberty yet. So I was Joseph because <laughs> my voice was the deepest. And I really did get made fun of. And I was quirky and I was weird. And like I was just smelly. And <laughs> You're among your people. I was among my people. Well, now I am. Now yeah, I'm right. among my people. I found them. <laughs> Quirky and smelly. Yeah, that's all Quirky musicians. And smelly. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like so aggressively and palpably awkward. And I was like made fun of. And I was like, fuck everyone. I'm just going to like do my own thing. I'm naturally very introverted. Coming to New York and being part of the music scene was really, it's been the most challenging thing. It's vulnerability, really. Oh, absolutely. 
because I love to perform and I love making music and I love sharing my art with people, but I also am like really not good at people and I'm very reclusive and I just want to be alone. So those two things are very conflicting and it's been a whole thing to work out how those two things balance Mm. on either side of the spectrum. It's been a lot. I get that. I was the kid who would like sing the national anthem at like the basketball games in the Seriously? sixth grade, like in the private school because there you? were there were like twenty kids in my grade. So I would I would like sing Hatikva at the gala, <laughs> <laughs> and um, my teachers were like, "You can't do math, but you've got a nice voice." So this is so I I kind of got a free pass because I was just like quirky and sang. So they were like, "It's okay that you cannot do algebra at a very elementary level," and that fucked me over when I went to public school and high school. You're clearly not going to be a mainstream kid. We can just let the core <laughs> curriculum <nice>. slide. Yeah. <laughs> Were you ever part of a Girl Scout troop at your school? Oh, man. I wanted desperately to be part of the Girl Scout. What? Desperately. Russ was a Boy Scout for a minute, though. For like a year. I dropped out. <laughs> Why did you drop out? This wasn't for me. At seven, I, c- I could see it. The, comra- the, the, the boy, the camaraderie among boys was not your uh, your cup of tea. I don't do camaraderie. No, <laughs> I'm a lone wolf. That's clearly Did- not true. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I just hated the outdoors until I was like in high school. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I, I the was- only outdoors I liked was like the Overworld and the Legend of Zelda. Yes, hey, <laughs> yes. There we go. I will take on that forest in video game form. <laughs> yeah. No, the, of- the reason yeah. I, I asked you that was because I was a very enthusiastic Girl Scout. I love it. And for one year, I was part of a troop in a private Jewish day school. Whoa. Yeah. That That's is, a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, and I was a public school kid. So I wanted to see if like you had any perspective on that with like an outsider coming into your troop. <laughs> well i think in general they coming in from the outside uh, in you know there you have to find that trust if there's somebody who actually at that age wants to be your friend i left after that year <laughs> <laughs> but but paralleling they, it they would... did not like me oh rachel how, what, how good they not like i you? like you rachel yeah. what, what, what kind of musical influences uh annie and ross were you guys uh, pulling from uh in high school Oh man, I was playing very, very nerdy music then. I was taking piano lessons. I'm sorry, please define nerdy music. Like, <laughs> I was like playing a lot of classical music. I was in the school band, so that was my music. And then a lot of video game music. How do you feel about Haydn? I love you. About, I'm sorry, Rachel. About Haydn? Yeah. Uh, kind of boring. I love Just you Just telling more. it how it is. <laughs> oh wait, 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 all right, fine. Rachmaninoff or Brahms? Oh my gosh. I'm going to go with Brahms. But. What? Okay, sorry. Hey, sorry. why sorry. not? I okay. played a That's couple a... Brahms pieces that are very near and dear to my heart. So. You know what? That's fair. That's it's absolutely very fair. Very modernist take. I yeah, that yeah. Is, I, I'm, I'm not a... to shit on Rachmaninoff. He's great. Yeah, he's, um, he's he was kind of my shit. Same thing. Early experiences. Mm-hmm. What about you, Annie? Oh, man. So uh, my relationship with my dad is mostly... We're <laughs> 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 getting into it. <laughs> on classical what music? Parents, what, were your, what were your parents playing music-wise? My dad desperately wanted to connect with me through music so um he would barricade me in the basement and <laughs> with his cd player and his old old records and he would play me um elvis and bob dylan and, and that 
that song, he's a traveling man. And I really uh, resented it because he was trying so desperately to teach me about these things that later formed my musical tastes and my songwriting. And you know when like, I feel like if it's, it's like if you are somewhere and you are fed a lot of pudding and you're like, I don't like pudding. And you eat a ton of pudding and then later you're like, oh my God, there's so much pudding in me. Who <laughs> doesn't like pudding? Totally. Yeah, but totally, That's totally feel that. That's where this analogy breaks down. I no. mean, <laughs> I really was like, I just want to go watch Spongebob and listen to Katy Perry. Whoa. <laughs> and as Whoa. an adult, I really appreciate having yes. this this thing that is so deeply like in my bones now so thanks dad i'm sorry i was a little shit best formative year turnaround i have ever heard of that is amazing <laughs> these I, days all i want to do is watch spongebob and listen to katie teenage, <laughs> teenage dream changed my life i believe it fully yeah that is a great song when you let let's the be girl honest Russ, what about you other than other than Brahms, Rock, Modernoff, and and classical in general, it seems like video game music was pretty. Uh, oh, that was huge for me. The thing is, anything in particular? Like, um, where do I start? How so, about Kirby? <laughs> Starcraft soundtrack. Starcraft soundtrack. Starcraft soundtrack. Oh man, Starcraft! That was a great game. <laughs> yes. Oh, high five. So my dad was always a huge jazz fan. He played jazz back in college, and now he's in a polka band. Hi, Keith. He is yeah. in a polka band now. He quit playing trumpet for a very long time, like 20 years, and then he started like five years ago, and now he plays in a polka band. But uh, he would put jazz on sometimes, so then, I don't know, we'd go on road trips and listen to random shit like Simon and Garfunkel or like Irish jigs, who knows, but um, <laughs> as nerdy as it sounds, I think some of the earliest music where I was like, I'm really connecting to this was like playing like Final Fantasy and being yes. like, I don't even care about the game, I just want to listen to the music. Yep. I feel that <laughs> Terran theme and the Protoss theme in StarCraft was like, oh, yeah, that StarCraft is great too. Yeah. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> oh my God, that too. <laughs> great soundtrack. Tony Hawk 3. Oh, the I best. Didn't have that one. We are enjoying. We're enjoying That's probably out. the first time I was exposed to like Motorhead and like stuff like that. Yeah. Well, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, your mother wasn't listening too much. What, what was she listening to music wise? My mom just would play um, the one ABBA CD with Dancing Queen and Super Trooper <laughs> over and over and over again. Oh, also, my mom, my mom is not really musical and doesn't really listen to music uh, aside from ABBA or ABBA. 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 Oy vey. Um, <laughs> my mom's go-to song is um, Tushy Wushy Wushy and she that's she's like whenever she gets excited she'll just sing the Tushy song Yeah, and it's like a reflex it's like if you poke her that's her knee jerk um, I can verify and this. that's that's <laughs> the extent of her <laughs> experience with music but it is it is enough now that you guys are making music together um, what do your parents think about the sounds that you are creating and how does that affect them they're terrified. <laughs> what do your parents think, Russ? Uh, they like my music. They are have always been very supportive parents. And my other band, Winter Camp, we do like weird jazzy stuff. So my dad loves that. It's kind of up his alley. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Uh, my dad is like aggressively supportive because he sees how it comes from the things that he showed me when I was seven <laughs> years old. Yeah. And he's like... How deeply impacted do you think you were by subterranean homesick blues? <laughs> and I'm like, apparently a little bit. Yeah. But um, he he loves drawing parallels between things that he showed me and things that I have now, and <laughs> it's it's really like made our relationship really beautiful because he loves to put it on the Facebook and he loves to oh. um the Facebooks uh, uh, onto the book of many faces. <laughs> 
he plays it when he's driving. It, it's like really, really heartwarming how invested my dad is in it. And then my mom, who is just like a supportive Jewish mother in anything I do, she's like, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I know it's amazing. Yeah. My mom loves her music. She leaves flattering comments on Facebook and stuff. It's it's great. That's so sweet. This is probably a good time to listen to some music. Um, Let's listen to the older song first. You prepared a song that you wrote when? Russ has not played it. He's going to pick it up because it's very easy, though. It's called Erica's Boyfriend. This is a song I wrote when I was in a sorority at the University of Connecticut. And uh, this girl. Wait a minute. You went to UConn? I'm sorry. I went to UConn. I'm I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have just dropped that in there. You went to Wesleyan. I did. So I spent a little bit of time in the UConn pool. Oh, my gosh. We're basically siblings. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now that we've established that there's a Connecticut uh, uh, sibling a connect- connection. A connected Yeah, there's, some, there's a pun somewhere. God there you damn, go. <laughs> you're right. A connection. A connection. A connection. They just connected over it. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. We just connected to kidded. So at any rate, <laughs> Erica's boyfriend. Erica's boyfriend um, yeah. is, is the longest story, and we don't have any time for it, but the condensed okay. version is, um, I'm going to give you the three important points. This girl who worked at the Starbucks told everybody that I had relations with her boyfriend who I didn't know because he lived in Hartford and I never met him once. <laughs> um, number two, there were only five people in our sorority and they said if we lost one more person, they would shut down the sorority. So I wrote the song, put it on Facebook, and then two people left and I'm the reason why uh, the sorority got shut down. Third, this song got me an internship at the Jerry Springer show. Okay. <laughs> Everything you just said was amazing. Wait, Every wait, part wait, of that wait, story wait, wait, needs wait. to be gone through. <laughs> Okay. Time to get embarrassed with us. <laughs> wow. Okay. Here's how I destroyed this sorority. Sorority not mentioned. Happy day. I'm I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is um an exploration in if I did have relationships with Erica's boyfriend and um and did you? Of course not. You lived in Hartford. Are you sure? Wait, so still, we we still didn't have the context to know that like the Starbucks was far enough away from Hartford that you wouldn't be able to be there. Oh but yes, still, Hartford is far. Gotcha. We were in not Hartford. It's like an hour and a half away. I also didn't gotcha. know him. Nothing in Connecticut is far. I'm from Texas. Yeah, are you kidding me? I like okay. My, one of my best friends from college and I hit every pizza place in Connecticut. It took roughly the same amount of time it would take for me to go from here to the Upper West Side. Okay, Wait a that second. sounds well, about right. I don't believe you. I believe it. Yeah, thank you. I 100% believe that. Connecticut is a tiny, tiny, tiny state. Yeah. Not as small as Rhode Island, but it's there. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) The girl who manifested this whole thing shared this song in the group chat and said, typical slut behavior. What? Girl, this song cost me $200. Throw in some fucking shade. I changed her name so that you wouldn't know her identity. I changed it from a K to a C. It's still Erica. It just felt a little different. Okay. I'm so mad at her still. So what is Wednesday? I don't care enough to find her I'm too busy with my screenplay anyway I'm writing all about a nuclear war I can't pretend that I'm open to The thought of sleeping outside tonight I don't follow the news, no Don't listen to the radio When I'm this high and I don't mind when she says my name, Erica, don't drag me into this again. But I call it a day and cut me some slack. Erica's boyfriend's not calling me back. I've got to clean a conscience to cover those tracks. Erica's boyfriend's not calling me back. 
Erica's boyfriend's not calling me back, no, no, no. I know she's watching me. She says my name through those crooked teeth. I know she changed her number. And then she saw him down through a hole in her sheets. I didn't say I watched it. But I guess I didn't turn away that fast. Is my guilt a turn on? Are these Facebook loves ever built to last? And I don't mind. When she says my name, oh, Erica, don't drag me into this again. But I call it a day and cut me some slack. Erica's boyfriend's not calling me back. I've got to clean a conscience to cover those tracks. Erica's boyfriend's not calling me back. Erica's boyfriend's not calling me back. No, no, no. Oh, Erica, I'm not mad. Oh, Erica, it's not that bad. Cause you know that I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk. But I call it a day and cut me some slack Erica's boyfriend's not calling me back I've got to clean a conscience to cover those tracks Erica's boyfriend's not calling me back Erica's boyfriend's not calling me back No, no, no No, no, no Ow! Dig it <laughs> nice job, Russ! Dig Was it I at all close? Uh, <laughs> close enough <laughs> So how did that feel for you, Russ, considering uh, the, sort of the spontaneity of it all? I was just playing like the most common chords in most songs in general. I'm hoping I for the best. Complex. <laughs> I got the guy's phone number and I was trying to tell the boyfriend, oh, it's it's so many pieces. but So many. So many pieces. Moving pots. <laughs> But Erica was lying. So I was trying to get in touch with the boyfriend and I was sitting on my bed and I was like completely freaking out my dad comes in and he's like what could possibly be going on and i tell him the whole thing and then i end it with and erica's boyfriend's not calling me back and he goes write that shit down man <laughs> and that's, that's awesome that's great that's a great reaction to like my dad uh, is the best so you have to give your dad a co-writing credit yes oh, yeah, seriously wait wait he was in the room so like technically that counts how did you get erica's boyfriend's number <laughs> Facebook used to have numbers listed on yeah. it way, way back. Do they not do that They anymore? still do. They you just choose they? not to. Yeah. Yeah. Just That's more people possible. don't have their number on there. It's true. <laughs> they took it down because of this song. Oh, God. They're like, she's obnoxious. I really want this to be true. <laughs> I can't verify the last part, but I hope it's true. Um, okay. Especially so, the line through her crooked teeth. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, good. You have an EP that you're coming out with or that you already came out with? So I personally have one. It's called It's Not a Bad Time. And it was just um, me working out some songs that I had in my back and front pocket. <laughs> All the pockets. <laughs> just just had, pockets of songs. I had so many pockets um, at Wonder Park Studios in Gowanus. Um, I've got 40 monthly streamers on Spotify. Hey. So it's Woo. not a joke. Um, <laughs> but now that um, I've got the band, they understand music so 
much more complexly than I do. And the songs have taken on all these new forms and these new shapes. And I was like, I desperately need to record as many new things as I can and spam the internet with our content. And we are starting with Alejandra. And then uh, that's coming out on Spotify, February 25th. It is out on SoundCloud currently because we are trying to uh, build up a reputation as SoundCloud rappers. And when does it drop on LinkedIn? <laughs> Save the date. The baby's coming. <laughs> LinkedIn. Also, music face is a thing. Face. Music face? <laughs> Just pull that out of my ass. Pull that out of my ass. Oh, man. That's music a face. That would be a good idea. one. What else do you pull out of your ass? Lots and lots of things. <laughs> we got more to play from Annie Nershall coming up in just a little bit. She's joined this week by her bandmate uh, and partner Russ Stone from the Union Street Band. Be back in a little bit with more sounds of the past. This is LNR Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn's Drive to Five fundraising campaign is underway in May. RFB turns five years old, and we need to raise $25,000 so we can continue bringing you commercial-free, independent radio for another five years. Because we think raising money should be fun, each month we'll be bringing listeners fun challenges with some great prizes. This month's challenge is a quiz to find out just how well you know Bushwick. The top five scorers will win a limited-edition five-year anniversary RFB t-shirt. Please enter Lost and Rewound as your favorite show when taking the quiz, and I'll get a prize as well. You can take the quiz, make a donation, or find out more at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Drive25. You can also dial 718-673-8201 to leave us a message letting us know why you love RFB, or to wish us a happy birthday. Your message may be played on the air. Hey, thank you so much for sticking around, and hanging out with us on this laugh fest for the week. Uh, if you want to get in on some of this laughing, you can do that on the phone via email or via <laughs> not through email <laughs> <laughs> through, through, through the power of calling in or being here in person. Like our guests this week, go ahead and reach out to us and let us know what you may have to be on the show uh, and contribute to the program. Lost and rewound at radio free Brooklyn dot O R G. Uh, Really, I mean, the breadth of submissions that we've had over the last four years alone has been uh, quite, quite uh, uh, varied. A tremendous amount of uh, clippage to go around. And uh, thank you for uh, listening and supporting. Uh, and if you have been on the show before and you're continuing to listen to us, you are uh, welcome to come back. We're very inclusive here. We like the rogues gallery that we've really set up here. So, Annie, um, there are two clips that we uh, have to share for this second half. <laughs> the first one is a Disney song. Would you like to tell the room what Disney song we are about to listen to? So I made a duet of myself singing both the parts of Jasmine and Aladdin in A Whole New World. And yes. it's going to be great. I, I recorded it in front of a mattress in my garage. <laughs> and the only comment I got on it was, you're gay. Which that, that's could, awful. Like, in what, it, well, okay. Here's the thing, though. In <laughs> in what year did someone say that? Um, it's nine years ago. Oh, okay, so they weren't being nice. <laughs> they weren't being supportive. Interesting. Uh, where did you post it? YouTube, Facebook. Where was it? It's on YouTube, and I thought I took it down until I went to find it for the show, and I was like, oh, she's still there. She's still there? She's still there? She's still there. You went She's hunting thriving. and you found a whole new world. 
Okay. I have no further context. Russ, have you seen this yet? I did not know this existed until <laughs> two minutes ago. Your relationship hangs let's on this feeling. Let's, let us hear and see. <laughs> we see Russ walks. <laughs> this is great. Here There's we a lot on the line right now. You can't Amy. leave me. You have a sweater on my place. <laughs> here, here we go. I can show you the world Shining, shimmering, splendid Tell me, Prince, when did you last Let your heart decide I can open your eyes Take you wonder by wonder Over, sideways, and under On a magic carpet ride a whole new world, a new fantastic point of view. No one to tell us no, or where to go. Say we're only dreaming. A whole new world, a dazzling place I never knew. But when I'm way up here, it's crystal clear that now I'm in a Okay, that, that you were really proud that, of yourself. No, no, in you that were, video. you were you were full on diving in, but also like when you said Matt, when you gave us the visual description of that, I was thinking like a wa- a medium wide shot of like a mattress behind <laughs> yeah. you that was laid out like the flying carpet, that and that is just like oh. a close up of your face what and a and a and a nondescript wall behind you. So like that is <laughs> commitment, you know what I mean? Like oh, that yeah. is that is like. I have two adjectives and a comment. <laughs> those, adjectives, those adjectives yeah. are not a part of the comment. Yeah. No. Okay. First adjective, gay. <laughs> also, flaming. That was around, what, like 2011-ish? Yes. Okay. Everything about that looked... 2011 from like the <laughs> eye makeup to like the size dang you looked like you could have been someone who was like friends with my older brother at that time <laughs> you, you had a, a look to you you had uh, a very brute not a brooding look but, <laughs> no, you, but it's, it's like it's like it's like the um 
it's like the purity of scene mixed mm. with a little bit of emo. Yeah, a little bit. I totally get that. I totally get that. The like, is that, is the, that like the like theater nerd with like a little bit Just of darkness. Like a little you bit. Know? Oh yeah, that you got it like right. <laughs> yeah. Like I had a big black bulky bracelet, but it said Big Time Rush on it. So it oh. was like a nice middle space. Wait a, oh. wait a minute, wait a minute, but we got we got to address the elephant in the room. Russ, you're still here. You didn't leave. I think we should pay Disney fifteen million dollars in licensing <laughs> fees and drop that instead of Alejandro. <laughs> I'm, I am personally very impressed with how able you were to juggle and balance out having two different vocal inflections in that song, and you were able to stay on time, and more or less, you weren't even doing harmonies with yourself, but you were just able to pick one of the different sections and just go one after the other very fluidly. Hey, thanks. Did you have a sense of humor about this when you were making it? Great question. I think I was dead serious. I think yeah, I that seemed, yeah, that, that seemed that seemed committed. That seemed, and, and especially it like seemed I, very earnest. I think I sent it to Wendy Williams. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> well, you must have oh. had a good connection since you were working with the Jerry Springer show. Yeah, do you, you like do you hey, really... Jerry? Jerry, please connect this to me. Oh do my you god. enjoy daytime talk music for you to listen to, and you should send it to your girl Wendy because Wendy's gonna have to hear it. We'd like to bring <laughs> She's up. She's gonna love, love it. it today on Jerry Springer. We'd like to bring up our new intern who's the subject of the show <laughs> um it's been fun i'm gonna go home now <laughs> <laughs> okay if so. anyone wants to be my new boyfriend call this number <laughs> now accepting applications <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. wow well you guys were in a band together and you were in love until that did you <laughs> did, but did you do this a lot though did you record yourself on video and put yourself up on youtube oh so much so much <laughs> what kind of songs were you putting up other than this one i did i did a really solid string of uh tom petty covers okay to, like karaoke instrumental with like the the metronome da 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 by the way That's just just down, just way. only cuz you were mentioning the metronome i really really appreciate the self deprecating well i almost got it you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like almost hitting those notes all those times like that was great that was so Wonderful. Wow. That's wonderful. So how did I am me come about? Um you're recording your, you're recording you're recording yourself doing this music. I do know you, about this one. You're recording yourself with music and then you decide you're gonna go the next level and make your own song. You were gonna this was one of the first recorded songs you'd ever made. I think this is the first song I this wrote. This is the first song you've ever wrote. Because, okay, I, I sang a lot when I was younger, and then I did Joseph, and then I stopped and did it privately on started doing privately you, on YouTube because right. 2011. And you started doing YouTube karaoke, which is, you know, of course. People loved of it. Course. I got 16 hits. Yep. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Change video. <laughs> I wish there was a better story versus um, college was really expensive, and I was looking on scholarship.com, and it was like a lot of essays and a lot of things that I just could not do. I didn't have good grades. Um, but it was like, write a song about the Constitution. And this was before, like, everything was truly on fire. So we didn't, like, super hate the Constitution at this point. I was like, the Constitution is still a word we can say. Um, if it's not, now I'm saying a lot of things. I'm walking in a circle. Anyway, there's a selfie of me and Ted Cruz. We'll show you all later. <laughs> this is how I'm going to Did you not just see both of us just react in that way? I can confirm this because it's right here. (laughs) What the fuck? That's my dad, Ted Cruz. Your Your dad is a Zodiac killer? I was just about to say that. 
<laughs> Your dad's a tool. <laughs> um, this is side note better than my <laughs> selfie with Scott Garrett. Oh. Okay, well, okay, that's up there though. So nobody at home is going to be able to see this just yet. Uh, maybe we'll put it on the show notes. But your uh, photo with Ted Cruz—how the hell does that even relate to this song? Yeah, uh, I'm like I'm like you seem like the last person I would ever think to put your arm around Ted Cruz. <laughs> it's not about whether you support them or not. In, no, that's fair. It's about getting the picture. Indeed. Yes. This was before he was the Zodiac. Killer. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 18. No one knew who he was, but something in me, I was like, this is this is important. I need to document this moment. I need a selfie with this strange man who is just in the crowd at this uh, conservative convention. Okay, so I submitted the song, and I didn't like really know how to write a song about the Constitution, so I just sort of listed a bunch of things that I could do. Like, I can read. I can write. I can thank my God. I can ride a, a bike. And um, I put it to like the only four chords I could play on the guitar, and I didn't really play the guitar, but I took a guitar class in high school and I was so bad at it. And it was seven o'clock in the morning. And my teacher said to me, you know, Annie, I've never seen anyone fall asleep while playing the guitar before. Cause I would <laughs> fall asleep while playing the guitar because it was too early in the morning and I did not care. So I played the four chords on you, put these lyrics over it and sent it in. Um, I took the video in my brother's room and played it on like this very, very, very old guitar that had nylon strings and wasn't in tune. And I guess no one else submitted anything cause I won and I won money for school. Sometimes it's just about showing up to the Constitutional Convention. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take money from conservatives. It's, it pay. You, you know, know the thing is, we have never played this song at any of our shows. <laughs> it's, it's, the guys it's are supposed to good. cover it. It's yeah, that good. Say. It's holy. <laughs> it sort of grew. I, I got to go to Philadelphia and shoot a music video for it, which is what we're gonna see. And oh my god! And I got to record it, and it, it was on Spotify. And for the longest time before I started doing music in Brooklyn, if you Googled me, it was only that that would come up. So when I was trying to book gigs in New York they would be like oh <laughs> my god <laughs> and truly I was playing at make music day last year and I went to the garden and this guy was like we saw your stuff online the constitution I was like I need to do something I either need to like flood the internet with other content or reach out to them and I was I was 17 at the time I'm almost 25 and I sent them this email and I was like thank you for the money for college can you please take this down <laughs> and that's such a good story <laughs> they were that's very nice so about it but okay. truly for like five years that's all you saw um, and so because of that I got to perform at like national conventions I got to go to Texas Colorado all over the country to sing at these things and then they wanted me to record um, a podcast where i would like talk about the constitution and then i was like oh i'm in it i need to get out of it i'm moving to brooklyn um, um but it was a whole stretch of my life are you a conservative and love the constitution <laughs> then you love this girl but and i'm just gonna go stupid. racist from here okay <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna get racist from here. I was also very like naive and stupid and didn't like totally know what was happening and then one day i was like maybe 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 we do something else now are we ready I don't know if we are. Blame in. We'll find out. <laughs> Too late. Onward. We do it. I'm going to cry. I am me, and I'm a piece in a bigger picture of liberty. And what I do and what I've done brings us closer to a more perfect union. I am me. Have to say 
now I'm angry too. But it's okay, it's alright, because my friend and I have a right to sing to you, to dance a lot, to read my books and to write my thoughts. But I don't have to say alright, because of all my civil rights. I don't have to say alright, because of all my civil rights. Long before I watched the streets, the founding fathers chose to Because of all your civil rights, you don't have to think I'm right. Because of all your civil rights. I don't think I've ever seen the video. <laughs> are you serious? No yeah, way. No way. That is like that is like a tutorial on how to make a conservative infomercial. How have you never seen this video? She pushed it down the ravine. She didn't want to look at it. She just pushed it and you know, whatever damage was gonna be created is the way it is. Okay. So, so just don't they made this one. They made this one. This is not my entry. Who gotcha. made this, it? The, 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 the conservatives. The conservatives they did it. Wait, they, 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 they made the all. video, not the song. They made right? this video. I submitted right. my version was me and in my pajamas. They like, and they were like, oh. hey, in my brother's room. Hey, we want to make a music video. Hell yeah, bro. I remember everyone being so nice. And I remember them being like, put on these sunglasses, walk up the steps. And I was like, this is very cool. I'm 17 and they're feeding me every meal <laughs> in Philadelphia. <laughs> I just like didn't think too deeply about anything until this. <laughs> And I didn't you like, were realize 17. I was 17. But I, like even when it came out, I knew like deep in my soul, I was like, I know I'm not going to watch that video. And maybe it will like drown under under just all the other things that exist on the Internet. And it, it's haunted me. Oh, no. Me. Are you kidding me? It's that's like me that's forever. like a poster girl video. That's like something that they're like, see, we have <laughs> creatives among us. But like but but Russ, you said as that video was beginning, this is when I knew I was in love with you. <laughs> Russ loves Ted Cruz. This is what it is. What? Russ saw the video and didn't I, um, tell me he saw it. Guys, also. guys, we can't all just be liberal, lefty, liberal assholes. I don't like, like, Russ, if this is actually your politics, I don't want to be an asshole. <laughs> Russ believes in the spaghetti guy. The oh, flying spaghetti, spaghetti monster. Spaghetti monster, well done. You're, are you telling me that I evolved from some kind of flying manicotti? Wow. I'm, I'm speechless. I, I'm certainly speechless uh, as well, Russ. Uh, did, did you know that, that, that this existed? This... Wait, wait, wait. Yesterday we were in the kitchen and we were making dinner and <laughs> I was telling him about this video and Russ is like, yeah, I saw it. And I was like, you saw it? And he's like, I didn't. 
Uh, sure, I told you I saw it. I Googled it. He 100% I, saw it and was never going to tell me he watched it. Uh, did I really not tell you? You were deliberately... Also, you told me about it, like, months ago. I didn't want there to be any secrets between us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're learning so much on this episode. <laughs> The new we have for Annie Nurschel on the Union Street Band performing Alejandra right here on Lost and Rewound. Thanks for the laundry list. It's a total tear down wreck. It's a pain in my neck. I'm so glad to see you I told you I loved you But that's not the news I refuse to turn this into a showroom And I'll bet you It's just a bad look It's a lot All at once I don't have to tell ya you're, You're gonna, gonna make me lose my faith now, Alejandra. It's, it's too much for one night, so I'll try and find ya. You're gonna make me lose my faith now, Alejandra. Suggested regrets it, and I'm thrilled that she's fine. She's a kingmaker man, and one day she'll be mine. If I just make this deal that leaves her high and dry. Do you think about this a lot? I try not to, but one day I'll get what I want and I'll forget. It's just a bad look. It's a lot. All at once, I don't have to tell ya You're gonna make me lose my place now, Alejandra It's too much for one night, so I'll try and find ya You're gonna make me lose my faith now, Alejandra I don't miss them And everyone evolves But I can't risk it It's a lot All at once I don't have to tell ya You're gonna make me Lose my place now Alejandra It's too much for one night, so I'll try and find ya 
You're gonna make me lose my faith now, Alejandra. Oh, it's a lot. All at once, I don't have to tell ya. You're gonna make me lose my faith now, Alejandra. Oh, it's too much for one night, so I'll try and find ya. You're gonna make me lose my faith now, Alejandra. For serious. That was, that was flaming. Hey, thanks, yeah. guys. We're trying to be Cheetos, so that's perfect. Hey! Oh, so good, so good. I was thinking the same thing. Nice. Get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> we got some flaming Cheetos here in the studio, and uh, that's not true. I wish we did. God, it would be delicious. That sounds so good right now. Yeah, the, the, this this entire room is just filled to the brim with delicious snacks. <laughs> yeah, God. Anybody want a chopped cheese? Anybody? Anybody? I still have yet to try one. They're so good. <laughs> one last question: Where did you get the name Union Street Band? Is it as straightforward as I think it might be? Oh my God, Aunt Gwanis, duh, right? Duh. Oh Gwanis. no way. Um, it, it was a four way compromise. I wanted to be Richmondville, and everyone shot me down real quick. <laughs> Richmond, no. And uh, that was the street we were practicing on at the time. And now we practice anywhere we can find a cheap space. But um, it it stuck by virtue of um, us having too many other things to do to change the band name. But it's fine. We like it. Oh, wait, I it like didn't, it, too. Wait, you it like didn't it. have anything like to do it. with the fact that that, that one's recording studio is on, is on Union oh, Street? Oh, yes. That's where we, that's where we practiced. Yeah. And we're like, the outside, Union Street, perfect. It's my subway stop, so I feel a sense of kinship with you guys. Fourth Avenue, You're, baby. You are uh, obligated <laughs> to be a fan at least until you move. Yay. <laughs> well, I'm not moving anytime soon. So you'll catch me sometime after practice walking my dogs around the neighborhood. I hope On so. Union Street. More or on less, Union yeah. Street. More or less, yeah. I pass by it. The next time somebody uh, is in Gowanus, they might catch you practicing, but just as well, uh, if they catch you on the Lower East Side on the 19th, uh, you could be found playing at Arlene's Grocery. Um, there, there are cover for that show? Is it like $10? That's fair. Sounds that's, right. That's Lower East Side show prices for you, in a nutshell. And we'll give you 10 high fives, a dollar per high five. Hey. So good to yeah, that's our normal policy. It <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds great. And uh, anywhere on uh, the social media at, at all that might uh, be a good uh, hot bit of activity to look at for any other uh, future gigs coming up? There is a fire under my butt to get us um, up on the socials before Alejandra comes out on February 25th. So we'll have a website in the next few days or so. But in the meantime, go to Annie Nurshell. Annie like the orphan. Nurshell like the German last name no one else has. And... <laughs> Um, and find me on Instagram, find me on Twitter, and you will find links to our stuff when our stuff is ready in the next few weeks. Go to Union Street Official and spell street with an S-T. It will be there, I promise. Not today, maybe in a few days. Annie Nurschel and Russ Stone here on Lost and Rewound this week, sharing songs from the past and the now uh, for this momentous occasion. You guys are awesome. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you guys, honestly. You guys have been great guys. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Uh, Before we go, uh, just a few more quick announcements, including uh, one of our very own uh, from Will, who has quite an amazing update of his own. Uh, Dude, you've been doing some stand up recently. 
That is true. So I am now doing the Thursday spot at Greenwich Village Comedy Club and at Broadway Ooh. Comedy Club. So in the next four hours, you can see me at 745 at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club. And that show, our main headliner that evening will be Dante Nero, who is a hilarious comedian. So please come by, see me, see Dante. And if you can't make it this Thursday, we will be at Broadway Comedy Club next Thursday and Greenwich Village Comedy Club the Thursday after that. So can't wait to see you guys. Please stop by. Rachel, you have the NYC Talent Show. NYC Talent Show, Sundays at 9 at the Creek in the Cave, where you can come and perform and you will get paid. Yes. Or you can come and watch... And, and you, you might you might still get paid if you participate <laughs> in our weekly contest. Wow, that's amazing. I see that and I always think it's spam. That's real. No, this No, that's a real whoa, thing whoa, and she's are the you, producer. Where are you hearing about this from? Facebook. Damn. Where? Facebook musicians connect. What? We're gonna have to have some conversation about yeah, this. Rage. Talk. Yeah, Rage. Rage. get on that. Yeah. The NYC talent show is real. Will's <laughs> comedy shows are real. Any Nurshall and the Union Street Band and their shows. They are real. Most. Lost and Rewound, I can't believe is real. Radio Free Brooklyn is real. My name is Alon Danziger. I'm real. I'm Will Hasty. I'm also real. And also, you'll be catching an update on Polarity very soon. I'm Rachel Teichman, and I don't think I'm real. Radio Free Brooklyn is super <laughs> real like a computer, but kills. And we're going to keep it going with Brooklyn Bandstand coming up right now. Hey! Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> 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 Hello. Don't go. No. Too late. Too. I just hit send. <laughs> no, no. Nighttime. That shit. I didn't, I didn't get it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you assholes.